This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. WRKS Pickens Jackson. All systems go. Live from the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus Studio. This is now Live in the studio. It's the Out of Bounds Show with Low Bounds. Streaming live worldwide on the Out of Bounds Radio app. And on your radio at ESPN 105.9. All set. Let's go. The Zone. All right, welcome to the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, live on a Tito's Thirsty Thursday in the Bank Plus studio. Blake Scott filling in for the incomparable one, Bo Bounds, out on assignment. So you're stuck with me today. Because this is not okay. It's just not. It's going to have to be. Blake Scott in the Bank Plus studio. We're going to have a wild day as we have a handful of of fun, exciting interviews and topics to go through. We're going to have Dave Bartu, College Football Matrix, at 7.30. We're going to have Steve Palazzolo on the Yingling Lager guest line at 8.30. And we may even hear from another guest in the 9 o'clock hour. Still working on that one right now. But we're going to have a lot of SEC football talk, a little NFL football talk as well. And maybe, hey, we may get into a little food as it is National Chicken and Waffles Day. That's right. No matter what the subject, no matter what we get into today, I want you to be a part of the show. How do you get involved? Well, it's easy. You can go to Twitter, at BowBounds. That's right, Twitter, at BowBounds. Or you can hit me up on the Ag Up Equipment text line. That's right. We may be giving away a little something-something out of the Bank Plus studio today. You know how I am. I like to give things away when Bo's not here. If you want to be involved, the Ag Up Equipment text line, 601-885-3776. You ought to have it saved in your phone, Out of Bounds text line, 601-885-3776. It never gets any easier. you got to get in to win. And the easiest way to get in is the Ag Up Equipment text line. John Deere Tractor, America's Equipment, agup.com for a retail location near you. It is a Tito's Thirsty Thursday, and it is October, and it feels like it outside. I don't know about you, but this weather has me jonesing 
for some football. LSU, Ole Miss, 2.30 CBS Saturday. It's the game of the week, bar none. And yeah, that's right. We're not headed to Columbia, South Carolina. It's really despicable. We're headed down to Baton Rouge. We're going to talk a little LSU and Ole Miss with Dave Bartu at 7.30 in the SEC Insider Hit. It's incredible what Lane Kiffin's done at Ole Miss. But LSU's LSU. LSU is top five talent. LSU is the big, bad monster in Death Valley. And it's going to be a big monster to slay for Lane Kiffin and the undefeated Ole Miss Rebels. That's right. Atop the SEC West. And this is a pseudo West knockoff game. Alabama with one loss. LSU with one loss. Ole Miss undefeated. You would love to be, if you're Ole Miss, stay undefeated heading into that Alabama game. Now, you got Texas a Texas A&M next week. It's going to be just as difficult, if not more so, than LSU. But you'd love to stay undefeated this weekend. If you're LSU, everything's in front of you. You lost to Tennessee. That's all right. You still get to play everybody that you need to play and beat to take down the SEC West crown. On the other hand, Mississippi State, Alabama, in Tuscaloosa. We heard from Steve Robertson yesterday. We'll hear from him a little bit later today as well. But look, Bo asked, can they score three touchdowns? Steve said they need to be competitive. I'm going to lay it out for you, honestly. This weekend in Tuscaloosa? You can put sugar on the turd, and it don't make it a snicker. I, somebody text me on the Ag Up Equipment text line and tell me how Mississippi State is competitive with Alabama heading into the fourth quarter. 601-885-3776. John Deere Tractor, Ag Up Equipment text line. Tell me how Mississippi State stays competitive with Alabama heading into the fourth quarter. They've been outscored 116-3 to in the last three matchups in Tuscaloosa. They're averaging 7.9 points per game, I believe dating back to about 2014, in their games against Alabama, home or away. Nick, I get it. Toughest game Ole Miss has played to date. Maybe... Kentucky at home, maybe Auburn at home. We're going to find out what they have this weekend. You're not wrong. You're not wrong about Ole Miss. That's what I said. It's a measuring stick game. It's a knockout game at the top of the SEC West. If you're Ole Miss and you lose this game at LSU, you're you're behind the eight ball. See, here's what you got to understand about playing Alabama in the SEC West. You might look at the standings and see Ole Miss at 7-0 and and Alabama with one loss. And you might say, hey, Ole Miss has the advantage on Alabama. Ole Miss has that one loss advantage on Alabama, right? And you're correct in the standings, but you know where you're wrong? Beating Alabama, it, having that one game advantage just gives you a chance. It doesn't give you an advantage. It gives you a chance because you still have to beat Alabama. And that's the hardest thing to do. Mississippi State hasn't done it anytime soon. Hugh Freeze got it done twice. Outside of that, it's been a long time for Ole Miss. It is hard to beat Alabama. It's hard. 
Tennessee almost gave the game away with a fumble inside the red zone to scoop and score touchdown. It took Tennessee being explosive, dynamic, aggressive, and and a blitzkrieg-like attack, a never-ending attack from Tennessee to finally get past Alabama 52-49. And they had to score 52 points to do it because Alabama's offense, even with a not-completely-healthy Bryce Young, even without the playmakers that they've had over the recent years, even with a defense that struggles, still scored 49 points offensively. 42, a scoop and score touchdown, but you get my drift. That Alabama offense still is potent, and it still is lethal, and Mississippi State is still walking into a buzzsaw in Tuscaloosa Saturday night. Now, I don't know your thoughts on the game. That's why I want to hear them. 601-885-3776. 885-3776. The Ag Up Equipment text line. Best text today is going home with a gift card. That's right. I've got some uh, burgers, blues, and barbecue gift cards. We're going to give some away. Give one away here in the 7 o'clock hour. I've got the big board coming up next at 7.30. Dave Bartu. We take a deep dive into coaching. Coach effect rankings, guys who have done well, guys who haven't. We take a look at Lane Kiffin. What's changed since he left Alabama? FAU and Ole Miss. What's changed? What what has Lane Kiffin done that has allowed him to have a record-setting start to his tenure in Oxford? We're going to get into that and more. Of course, we're going to hit Mississippi State, Alabama, a little bit of Mike Leach. And then at the end of the conversation, you're going to want to stay tuned. At the end of that conversation, a little bit of discussion on Jimbo Fisher and Brian Harson, who reigns supreme atop the worst coaching effect so far in their tenure. We ain't going nowhere. That's right. Jimbo Fisher, Brian Harson. We're going to talk worst in the SEC with Dave Bartu coming up at the 7.30 SEC Insider Head. 8.30, Steve Palazzolo, Pro Football Focus. This is the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Blake Scott filling in for Bo Bounds on a Tito's Thirsty Thursday. And the Out of Bounds Show is powered by Kessler Prime. That's right, Kessler Prime in the Renaissance. Schedule reservation, KesslerPrime.com. Best steaks, bone-in ribeye. Oh, you can't go wrong. The filet is fantastic. You're going to want to get the fries. I'm a big fan of the asparagus. Of course, the Parmesan peppercorn. And you got to finish it off with either the chocolate pie or the lemon icebox pie. That's right. Kessler Prime in the Renaissance. They're A-plus prime steak. We're the A-plus radio show in the state. That's right. Kessler Prime in the Out of Bounds Show. Live in the Bank Plus studio. Big board coming up next. Got a question on a hot seat coach. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's on the big board? What's on the big board? Out of Bounds, ESPN, 105.9 The Zone. Live in the Bank Plus studio, the Out of Bounds show. Powered by Rick's Pro Truck. That's right, Rick's Pro Truck. It got me to work today. Rick's Pro Truck in Gluckstadt. And, of course, Rick's Pro Truck commercial. How 80 in Pearl. You can check out RPT. All the wheels, tires, rims, accessories, lights, steering wheels, Coolers. We gave away an Arctic cooler when we were live from the RPT commercial. Rick's Pro Truck in Gluckstadt. Rick's Pro Truck commercial in Pearl. You got to check them out. They'll take care of you. They got me to work today. That's all you can say. That's all you can do to vouch for them. This is the Out of Bounds Show. The big board. We're going to talk a little SEC football, a little SEC quarterback play. I got a question. All eyes, really... I mean, even in the SEC, given what is happening around the league, we have five teams off. All eyes on Tuscaloosa and Baton Rouge for the most part this weekend. But there is that one more, one other game, that one other game that we talked about, Jimbo Fisher and the Aggies, South Carolina. They will head over to Columbia. They'll take on the Gamecocks. We know about Shane Beamer, Spencer Rattler, the Oklahoma quarterback transfer, one-time Heisman hopeful with the Sooners now struggling to get that offense in South Carolina up and running. Jimbo heads over to South Carolina, and my question is, what's it going to be like if the Aggies take a loss? That is right in the giblets, baby. I mean, talk about a kick where it hurts. Jimbo Fisher cannot afford to lose to South Carolina this weekend. When we talk about must-win games, listen, the Kentucky loss for Mike Leach and company, not a good loss. You felt like you had the momentum. You felt like you were the better team. You weren't. Kentucky slapped you around. They walked out onto that field, and they manhandled you. But it wasn't a must-win game, right? wasn't a must-win game. You didn't have your back against the wall. Reality... Kentucky, it felt like a must-win game for Kentucky to get anywhere near what their fan base felt like they wanted to be coming into the season after losing a tight win to Ole Miss and then losing to South Carolina without your starting quarterback. Kentucky needed a win, right? Well, I'm going to tell you, walking into this weekend, Jimbo Fisher needs a win like I need oxygen. Jimbo Fisher needs a win more than anybody in the league. Short of winning out, I don't think Brian Harson can save his job. I don't think Brian Harson upsetting an Arkansas, a Mississippi State, an A&M, even in Alabama. I mean, that, that boy, you beat Alabama, I don't know. Things are weird, but he'd have to win some other games along the way. So short of, of winning 
all five or four or five. I think Brian Harson's pretty much done. Jimbo Fisher's in a different boat. Jimbo Fisher's owed ninety million dollars. That's right. That's nine zero, not nine million. No, 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 no. Nine million would be insane. I get it. Nine million owed on a contract would be a lot for huh, I don't know about all of us. No, Jimbo's owed ninety million dollars. If Jimbo Fisher loses this game, he may not make it back to College Station. As far as Jimbo's contract, that $90 million contract, a hitman costs a lot less than that. Thank you and have a great day, Paul. Woo! It's really despicable. Come on now, Jimbo. Aggies at the Gamecocks. My question to you is, why would you trust A&M to just walk in there and win? Year five, they're a not, they're a top five national recruiter. They can't land a they've got a quarterback that's a freshman in year five that they think will be good. You don't have a starter in year five that you think is good. We did SEC quarterback power rankings yesterday. Mister Bo Bounds himself, he didn't have Max Johnson or Haynes King in his top four tiers. Stetson Bennett, the fourth, is a walk-on. He's a country club prince, and he's better than anything A&M has. What are we doing? The Aggies walking into South Carolina. A&M was off last week. South Carolina off last week. South Carolina's on a three-game winning streak. That's right. They beat the mighty Charlotte, South Carolina State, and Kentucky three in a row. This would be a program-defining win for Shane Beamer. And it would be a program-defining loss for Jimbo Fisher. This is the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Blake Scott filling in for the incomparable one. Bo Bounds out on assignment. Dave Bartu coming up in just 10 minutes. Dave Bartu, college football matrix. He's the whisperer in the ear of the AD. That's right, Dave Bartu. Sprinkling his coach effect magic all throughout the college football landscape. We'll see what he has to say about Kiffin, Leach, Harson, Jimbo. We're talking it all in the SEC Insider Hit. Maybe a little hypo, a little saving. That's right. Maybe your fan base would rather lose to Alabama. Not Tennessee. Roll Tide. Come on now. Tide rolling downhill at Rocky Top, Tennessee in the driver's seat in the SEC East and in the SEC, but they got a big matchup with Georgia in three weeks. We'll see what happens there. Dave Bartu hits Hypo Saban. All the coaches, all the games, we're going to really dive into the game of the week, LSU and Ole Miss. I want your thoughts. We're giving away a Burgers, Blues, and Barbecue gift card. That's right, a B3 gift card on the Ag Up Equipment text line. AgUp.com. John Deere's tractor. America's tractor. John Deere, Ag Up Equipment, 601-885-3776. That's right, 885-3776, the Ag Up Equipment text line. Your thoughts on the games this weekend. Which What, what are you most looking forward to and what result would most shock you? That's what I really want to know. Ole Miss LSU, Ole Miss, look, Ole Miss was a 15-point favorite. 
15-point favorite against Auburn. They opened the favorite against LSU. It's now swung back. If you're measuring this in terms of momentum, in terms of the team that's playing the most efficiently, the team that's put together the most, it feels like Ole Miss is that team. But how do you bet against LSU in Death Valley? I don't care that Tennessee blew them out. Hey, newsflash, Ole Miss ain't Tennessee. Jackson Dart ain't Hendon Hooker. Chad Kelly ain't walking through that door. You don't have A.J. Brown or D.K. Metcalf. And you better get Malik Heath the ball. Let me tell you something, Ole Miss fans. <laughs> Let me tell you something real quick, okay? You better get Malik Heath the ball this weekend because you don't want him going multiple games without touching the rock. And that's not just because he can be a good playmaker. That's because you don't need him checking out. All right? Got to get Malik Heath the football this weekend in Baton Rouge. Ole Miss and LSU, 230 CBS. You've got Mississippi State and Alabama at 630. Now, I guess the most surprising result would be Mississippi State winning. But let's go with most surprising realistic result, okay? Most surprising realistic result this weekend. If Mississippi State's in a dogfight with the Tide headed into the fourth quarter, I think that'd be pretty surprising. Hell, at this point, I think if State scores a touchdown in Tuscaloosa, that'd be pretty surprising. We'll see if Mike Leach and company have the offense headed in the right direction. Why is there air? I don't know, Mike. You tell me. Out of bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Blake Scott filling in for the man, the myth, the legend. Bo Bounds himself out on assignment. Dave Bartu coming up next on the SEC Insider Hit and the Dos Equis guest line? Can't remember. ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Blake Scott filling in for Bo Bounds. We're going to hear from Dave Bartu next. Steve Palazzolo coming up at 8.30. The Out of Bounds Show live in the Bank Plus studio is powered by Madison Ridgeland Academy. MRA Sports, Madison Ridgeland Academy. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. When the lights are about to be turned off, you know what you need. Because you got to somehow make that paper, right? Right. Show me the money. You come to the right place for that. Because it's time for Bo Bounds to show me the money. To show you the Oh, man, here we go. 
Day Bar 2, off-field analytics consultant to coaches, athletic directors, and such. College Football Matrix. Uh, Bar 2 joins us on the Dosecki guest line. We're happy to have Bar 2 on today. 105.9 The Zone ESPN SEC Insider Hit brought to you by the Purple Mattress from Muskelly Sleep Store in any of the seven locations. The Purple Mattress from Muskelly Sleep Store. Been sleeping on one for a year, over a year, and it is amazing. Dave Bar 2 on the Out of Bounds Show. Uh, Bar 2... I don't know how many times this has happened in the last 16 years, but um, Nick Saban gets a minor. He, he's not in position to ever get a plus one, really. I guess LSU on the road and whatever. Georgia, maybe, on the road. But a and uh, on the road, LSU on the road, yeah. Georgia on the road, right? Yeah, yeah, not, 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 not very often. But let's just make up numbers anyways about Nick. All right, so uh, minus one coaching effect after this weekend? Yep. yep. Yep, uh, one of only seven in the entire Power Five this week. Uh, in fact, 53 games were played uh, in FBS last week. 40 of them were won by the better recruiter. You told 40. me that Sunday. Stupid. I mean, I, I get that in September, right? I mean, the matchups aren't as good. Uh, this usually gets worse. That was nuts. I mean, we had a bunch of close games, but home field plus recruiting – uh, was was a monster. It was. And, and ironically, Alabama was one of just seven Power 5 games that went against uh, preseason expectations. And it wasn't by a whole lot. I mean, look, uh, you know, Tennessee is, uh, you know, top 15 recruiter coming in, adjust for home field, and now you're, now you're single digits versus the number one recruiter. And I, I know it's Alabama. They're they're in a league all by themselves, really, um, when it comes down to, to my numbers. But uh, there wasn't, for as close as all the games were this weekend, from an upset standpoint, there really weren't a whole lot. So Nick Saban gets a minus one coach effect, and Josh Heupel gets a plus one coach effect. Yep. Yep. It's exactly right. You know, and... and uh, you know, maybe it's a, a, a hooker plus one coach effect for Tennessee because quarterbacks really drive everything in college football. But no doubt. Uh, it, it wasn't the talent that won that game overall. Uh, it, it had to be the difference in that game had to be home field plus coaching. Okay. Are you sold? Um, On what? Hypel. So so when we talked to you and he was he walked into an amazing situation in Central Florida and the majority of the time, they had more talent than anybody in the American and so on. Mm-hmm. Now we've got a, a little bit of runway here, and I, but he has a transcendent QB like Shizik and Ogeron, but he looks to be a hell of a play caller. Where are you right now with Josh Heupel? Well, he, he was a hell of a play caller at, at several spots. See, this was a little different because people look at UCF and go, well, how is that different than Frost? Well, he was calling really good offense at Missouri before he got to UCF. Gotcha. His, his career arc in terms of actual real play calling um, is very good. And so it, it was, he, he was doing this long before UCF. Now he has continued it, obviously, at UCF and now Tennessee, and it doesn't hurt to get the absolute dead-on right quarterback for the whole thing. Uh, but I, this is why we play the games, right? Because we just we never know. We knew Hooker was good. I mean, he he was uh, probably what if you break it out by game, 
top three quarterback player in college football last year, even though he only played eight, nine games. Uh, he was still one of the best. So we, we knew this was probably the number one guy coming back. You look at his numbers compared to even Bryce Young, game over game. Uh, they were as equal or, or better, uh, even though he had limited starts. So no surprise there. Uh, Hypo has done it at multiple spots. When it comes down to grading, that's what we want to see. You know, you and I have talked about that before. Bigger sample size. How many games has this guy coached? How many plays has this guy called? And the more we have, the better we can frame a guy. So uh, are we surprised to see Tennessee doing this this quickly? Sure, we are. But uh, quarterbacks can do amazing things when uh, in terms of elevating programs. Yeah. Dave Bartu on the Dosecki guest line. Okay, so Nick Saban with uh, minus one coach effect. He's probably on the hot seat. And high school plus one. Uh, is the Auburn Ole Miss recruiting so close? Because Ole Miss hovers around 20, and I think Auburn hovers around 15. Yeah. That was Lane able to get a plus one, or was that a push? No. No, that was he was expected to win that game. Okay. That was a right. that was a preseason uh, Ole Miss just on talent and location. That was that was expected to be Ole Miss, and then as we talked about, the difference between coaching staffs was pretty significant as well. Right. Uh, Auburn Auburn just showed that they do have top fifteen talent. I mean, it's it's one of those teams that. You know, you look at it and you go on paper, you know, they went from 113th to 98th in offensive scoring efficiency last week. Woo! You know, but the talent is still there. They can beat a lot of teams in college football any day. Uh, but no, that wasn't uh, that wasn't quite a plus one opportunity for, for Lane at home. But did he just beat his next stop? Okay. Uh, let's Let's just dive right into it. I guess we could hit some other coaches, but the game of the week is Ole Miss at LSU. And um, th this is huge. It's 2.30 CBS. That means it kicks off like 8 a.m. your time. But uh, mm -hmm. Ole Miss at LSU. Brian Kelly, Lane Kiffin. LSU out-recruits him, but Lane is, is, is on. I mean, he's a freak as a play caller and has hired good people, and we've gone over this, and he's hot. Um Break this one down. What what are you looking at as far as LSU hosting Ole Miss? It's only a point and a half spread for LSU. Yeah, but it opened up as as point and a half, two points for for Ole Miss. True, the money came pouring in uh, on on LSU pretty quick. But um, you know, you look at the numbers. Both both teams had a defensive regression last week. Uh, Ole Miss went from seventeenth to twenty third. Uh, in, in defensive efficiency, LSU went from 37th to 54th. So you got you got both teams coming in this on a, on a defensive uh, regression. But again, that leans Ole Miss. Now here's where Lane can pick up a plus one clearly uh, on the road. Uh, offensively, Ole Miss actually improved. Actually, both these teams improved a lot. Ole Miss jumped from 15 to 13 after last week. LSU uh, putting up 45 at Florida, uh, they went from 82nd to 65th. So you got two offenses that are trending up, two defenses in the last two weeks that are trending down. Uh, so I think we're going to lean over on the points, but from an overall efficiency, we still like Ole Miss. I mean, they're still better, you know, year to date. But this goes back to beware in the SEC betting against the 
better talent at home. Right. You know, um, obviously LSU is favored. I, I I would love to see that line get up. It'd be probably a fun one in the middle. Um, but if that line keeps keeps rising uh, from a Oh, from a performance standpoint, Ole Miss is still a better football program year to date. LSU is a bit of a roller coaster, mm-hmm. right? Because they'll 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 get hot, and then the next week they just it's just gone just as fast. So I'll take the consistency right now of of Ole Miss, and and I'll take uh, give me the point and a half uh, on Ole Miss at LSU. Wow! All right, Dave Bartu. Again, off-field analytics consultant to coaches and athletic directors, among others, joining us on the Dosecki guest line. He's taking Ole Miss by a hair, basically. Two, three-point game. Um, Mike Dettelier was on this morning. He thought it'd be super close, one possession. Uh, this could this could line up to be the game of the day on, on Saturday. And I think Ole Miss will be back. I'm not Ole Miss. LSU will be back excited and pack the stadium after winning at Florida. That's a big gap, though, Bartu just dropped on us. I mean, LSU's 65th offensive scoring efficiency. Ole Miss yeah. is 13th. Yeah, 13th. So, so <laughs> yeah, Ole, Ole Miss is, is, is wicked. Now, the efficiency is wicked good now, at Ole Miss. Some people may push back a little bit. LSU's played Florida State, um, Auburn at Auburn, at Florida, and Tennessee, Tennessee. at home. Damn, that does trump Ole Miss's schedule. I guess Ole Miss is is Kentucky and Auburn at home. Okay. Um, eh. how, how do you? It, it, it balances out. Okay. You, you can't really, you know. I think you got to. Uh, this is you're kind of talking about strength of record crap, right? You know. But at the same time, LSU look at their talent edge. Yeah. You know, Fair enough. They, they, they they got they got a huge talent edge. Uh, now on the downside, they have a new staff. You know, so, um, you know, ultimately, look, we know in the SEC West, it's the toughest division in college football, bar none, right? I mean, your your worst team, um, just, you know, hypothetically, is, is Arkansas. They're a top 30 recruiter, and they just went on the road and, and beat a team that was, you know, top 25 a few weeks ago, you know, and put up 108 on them or whatever the hell the score was, <laughs> right? You know, uh, and and so it's it's gonna be tough no matter what. But um, I, I do find that teams, when they start hot, they they can tend to they tend to stay that way. If they're good to begin with, they're they're gonna stay good. So you know, LSU is trying to claw back, but it's been a bit of a roller coaster for them. Fair enough. Ole yeah, Miss, Ole Miss has been a lot more consistent, and that's what we'd expect. We got coaching continuity at Ole Miss. Sure. Uh, for the last three plus years, LSU is all brand new, uh, but LSU is at home and they have a big talent edge. Eh, not big, but they got a talent edge. Uh, I still, at this point of the season, I like leaning towards better scoring efficiency, and Ole Miss has simply been the better team so far year to date. If you're Day Bar Two and you're an athletic director and you can pick between either of the two today, mm-hmm. do you hire Lane Kiffin or Josh Heupel? Oh. Uh, I guess it would depend on where I'm uh, AD at. Um, well, just pick a um, pick a place. I, I don't know, Florida, Texas. I mean, what? It, it's the 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 downside with Lane, in my opinion, if I'm an AD, is that he travels. 
you know, he, he's he's at one spot for three years. Uh, now, obviously, FAU to, to Ole Miss is a big move up, but after three years at Ole Miss, you know, it's getting restless feet. And as an AD, do I want more coaching continuity? Do I want somebody who maybe is going to be there uh, longer term than, than three or four years uh, and a guy that's going to leave quickly? So it, the location does matter because how many more places can you go? At Ole Miss, not a whole lot of places you can go, right? No, you can go to Auburn. Not. You know, you can go to Auburn. You can go to LSU. You can go to A&M. Uh, you can go to Alabama. You can go to Georgia, Florida, Tennessee. You know, um, where else are you going to go? Right. No, I'm, you I'm know, with you. So, right. You know, There's only the about AD, 10 uh, programs or 12. Yeah, they can go get Lane right now that, that give them a give them equal money um, and a better chance to win. Right. Like, so 30, right? 40 years ago, you'd have never said this, and you may disagree with me even saying it now, but like if Lane was approached, and he's not going to be, but if Oklahoma tried to come get see, if I'm Lane, you don't leave all, today in 2022. In 1987, you would, but you'd, or even 2007. But today, I don't think you leave Ole Miss to go to Oklahoma. Now, do you leave Ole Miss to go to some of those others you referenced? Yes. Do you see where I'm going there, Part 2? Uh, in a way, you know, Oklahoma might be, you got to remember, Oklahoma is going to have SEC money now. And they're coming in. Um, and if he's tired of being at Ole Miss for whatever reason, that might be not unreasonable. Hmm. Um, but, you know, Venables is going to be there for the next two, three, four years. So at the at the very minimum, they got to give him a shot. You, they can't just turn it over that quickly. So, sure. um, well, I don't think. <laughs> right? Uh, well, you know, Texas gives a long leash. Right, I mean, they like they they let Mac Brown win a national title and then then you know <laughs> wipe the thing off the face of the earth for the next you know five years while Gene Chizik uh, goes what three and nine the year after his national title and gets run. So it's just different in the SEC when it comes down to that. But no, I, I think when you're talking about where guys could land, um, you know, it, it depends on the situation. It depends on the program. It depends on how many chips an AD has how much risk he can take. If he doesn't have a big pile of chips, he can't take a big risk. Uh, so, you know, but both of those guys right now, the names Hang are on. so hot, any any AD would want them. All right. Why? Okay. So he, he hasn't had an off-field scandal. Nope. Uh, nope. He hasn't uh, rung up a DUI or possession of drugs. You know, and this is something we've debated a lot, Bartu. Why, mm-hmm. why is he risky? I don't think he is, but but he got labeled this kind of bad boy frat guy, uh, maybe doing stuff that was you know kind of arrogant and entitled stuff, but and maybe that was just from growing up under an NFL coach with his dad and and catching lightning being under Pete Carroll so early and they were told they were and they were amazing for four years. I, I don't. I'm just I'm just thinking this out loud, talking through it with you. Maybe he is, but. But why is he risky, Bartu? Oh, I, I'm I'm not saying from an AD standpoint. I think, the, like I said, the only real risk is how long would he be around? Right. And you keep him around, right? I mean, that's that's really it. Uh, you know, we we talked about this last week. Over the last six years, uh, easily one of the best head coaches in college football. Yeah. All things considered, staffing, recruiting, on-field results been been great at both places it's not just Ole Miss it's it's six year run of really good overall ABC head coaching uh so you look at it on paper that looks great 
there's no, there's no downside to it on paper. It's all really good. The only thing I'm just saying is if we're, if we're throwing darts at what's the risk, the risk is after three years, he gets tired of being there and wants to move on. Yeah. You know, now the reward probably worth it because the fan base is all going to be jacked up and happy. Right. So as an AD, are you going to lose your job hiring a guy like that? Okay. No, no. Well, and they are so, you say it risk averse. They're so conservative. They're so paranoid. They're so freaked out. Yeah, every now, Keith Carter showed a lot of balls to, to, you know, it looked like he was going to Arkansas. People say Keith came in the back door and just said, let's get the deal done with Sexton. The rest is history. And, and now he's sitting here 22 and eight at Ole Miss. And that is, that's incredible considering the the conference they play in. That was really low risk though for the AD. Right, because didn't every Ole Miss fan want that? Yes, they loved it. Right, so it's it's like Scott Frost in Nebraska for Bill Moose. There was no risk. It didn't matter if Scott went zero and forty eight and he tried. Right, because everybody wanted that hire. That's a, that is that is a that is a low risk hire for an athletic director when the whole fan base is behind it. Right, because even if it goes bad, you still get another shot at it. And I think that's part of the equation people seem to to overlook is that, you know, people making these decisions, their jobs can be on the line. So they're not going to tend to go against the grain too much mm-hmm. um, if they're concerned about their job at all. Okay. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Day bar two. Um, off the field. Off the field analytics consultant to coaches and athletic directors on the Out of Bounds show. All right. People are still jumping up and down that this schedule it is was so easy that even with the total team scoring efficiency mm-hmm. and everything that Lane's doing, and look, he's checking all these boxes you just said, staffing, recruiting, you know, all this stuff. Yeah. Play calling. He's unreal. Um, that, that people are like, but they haven't played anybody and they'll be exposed. What would you say to that? Scoreboard. Yeah. All that matters is the win column. Nobody, nobody remembers who you played. Or what the schedule was. You know, it's like, did Georgia have an easier schedule than Alabama last year? Yeah. Does it matter? No. It doesn't matter one damn bit. You know, people will remember great games. They'll remember great seasons. They don't remember who you played. They don't. You know, and anybody nitpicking about it is, is just a, dude, it's old man yelling at the clouds. Stop being bitter. You know, you just, you, you're, you sit down at the table. You're dealt 12 cards, and you play them. That's it. That's all Ole Miss is doing. That's all State's doing. And just because State got dealt a bad hand for SEC scheduling, it's the way it works, right? We just play with what the cards were were given. All right. Leach, because Kentucky now mirrors Mississippi State recruiting, Mm -hmm. 
Leach didn't get a minus one last weekend losing to Kentucky, right? Or did he? No. No, okay. that's that's what was that was the preseason projection was because that game was in Lexington and the recruiting gap uh had been closed enough, uh that home field plus the recruiting was enough to say, you know, expect Kentucky to win that football game. So now I know we talked about it last week that we felt, look, Kentucky's defense was every bit as good as state's offense. So that was a wash. So it came down to, you know, the quality of the Kentucky offense versus uh, the quality of the Mississippi state defense. And realistically, what we got from the Mississippi state defense is almost um, what we expected out of it, because, you know, if I, I go, I'm looking at the numbers right now. I was just pulling it up this morning. Last week they entered the uh, they entered the week 45th in scoring efficiency on defense. Right now they're 44th. You know we we, we got what we expected out of that. Uh, Kentucky defensively entered the week at 21st. Came out of it at 14th. Kentucky's now 14th wow. in the country. Wow, they only gave up 10 points. Two, two spots behind Alabama. Two spots ahead of A and M. So they're 14th in total defensive scoring efficiency. So the, 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 the real big move is the Kentucky defense going from 21 to 14. Wow. Offensively, State went from 18 to 23rd, which is what we would expect, right? I mean, K- Kentucky took a big bump up, and State took a bump down. And Kentucky offensively, 75th in the country. They're now 77th. They actually dropped after that last week. That's impressive, so, Mississippi State. Yeah, nice. Yeah. You know, so 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 realistically the the offense and defense played to a standstill for expectations. It was the Kentucky defense that absolutely I, I didn't watch the game. I didn't look at the you know, I, I you know me, I'm not an X's and O's guys. Right. I'm just saying by the numbers, what I see was an absolute dominant performance by the Kentucky defense. That's what won the football game. Right. Okay. Um, who's the hottest coach in Power Five that's not at a top twenty program? Oh my goodness, the hottest coach in Power Five not at a top. That's a oh, not at a not at a top twenty. I would give me some names. Holy moly! Okay, I'm, 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 I'm that that might, Jeff Brom, my, Brett Bielema, Sonny Dykes. <laughs> You, you caught me off guard there because I just uh, um, hadn't been thinking of it from that standpoint. All right, Brett, um, Brett Bielema, Sonny Dykes, Jeff you know. Brom, uh, Deion Sanders, um, Leipold. Yeah, but now they're losing. Uh, I, although maybe, they, <laughs> maybe they're still coming out, according to Dave's numbers, where they should just because they were overcoaching and overplaying their head uh, above their – their their head um, right like climbing at kansas climbing, State, you know there, guys, thank you guys that guys that are just doing doing awesome stuff that maybe nobody's talking about right is that, i mean is that really you know because bielema that's amazing i mean he's big 10 coach of the year right now right i mean he's got to be um, i mean this is lovey smith cratered that place I totally mean, B- recruited it right into the dirt. Bielema is six and one at Illinois, and nobody has talked about Illinois football in thirty-five years. Bartu? No, and they recruited in the sixties. They're one of the worst <laughs> recruiters in college football. You know, now now there's a guy. Holy moly, Ryan Walters struggling at speaking of your backyard, struggling at Missouri. 
wasn't putting up very good numbers. Bielema goes into Missouri and steals them, straight up steals them. Now he's got the number two defense in college football right now. Wow. Number two scoring efficiency defense behind Georgia. Absolutely amazing right there. Uh, Sonny Dykes is doing an awesome job. The uh, the name you need to know at TCU is Joseph Gillespie. That's the defensive coordinator. Joseph that guy, Gillespie. That guy's going to be a rock star down the road. Uh, but Sonny certainly has seemed to have found his groove because he struggled so much at Cal. I just think he maybe has the players in the state of Texas to, to run what he wants to do. Uh, but it's it's six games. So, right. again, sample size. Let's right. not get too far ahead of ourselves uh, on that. Um, Gus Miles on. Did you know that UCF right now is seventh in the country in total team scoring efficiency? You told seventh. me. I just saw your tweet that they jumped up 54 spots because John Rice Plumley is amazing. Yeah, because they dropped <laughs> 70 on Temple. I know it's one game. But, look, we're seven weeks in, and this is the seventh best efficient team in college football seven UCF is doing is Gus is doing awesome stuff at UCF great ball coach you know great ball coach he's backing it up we knew that when he left Auburn uh he, he was he was up and down at Auburn but man that guy you want to talk about surviving pressure games that guy did it as good as anybody yeah he did um you know UCLA we're not talking much about chip but he brought it in New D.C. finally. Uh, they are 11th in total team scoring efficiency. Wow. And, and, and Jim McGovern was extremely highly graded coming in. So that was really good right there. Um, okay. You know Babbers. I mean, it's a, it's a one-hit wonder. Look, he'll, he'll, he'll have one good year, and, and, and it'll fade. But I think Syracuse. But I think some of that's far too because there's no prospects around him. He's Syracuse. They're up in yeah. upstate New York. It, you know, it's cold. They've been a basketball school for 50 years. So I almost think if you can catch lightning in a bottle every four years, that means if I'm an AD, I'm looking at it going, you know, if I drop him at a better place, TCU, mm, uh, maybe. No, you're not buying. Okay. Maybe I'm not. I'm not. I'm not buying it. Oh, his overall profile for his career just isn't isn't good enough. Isn't there. Good. Okay. Um, ah, speaking of SEC, look at there at number twenty three overall total team scoring efficiency. Number twenty three, Saint Freeze at Liberty. Bang. Freeze. Freeze. Twenty third in the country. Wow. Twenty third in the country. Two spots. Uh, two two spots ahead of Mississippi State. Okay. Scoring efficiency is almost identical. Liberty and Mississippi State. Uh, year to date, they're six and one. Uh, yeah, they're six and one. They it's... had one of the best ease of schedules. They upgraded their DC over the last. This was that. That was a team I told you on your show that bet the over on Liberty because their schedule versus their staff was a piece of cake. Um, and it and it should be the most balanced Liberty team, um, Hugh has ever had, and it's it's playing out. It's absolutely playing out. Uh, Kentucky down there. Uh, one, one, one last name, maybe in the backyard uh, a little bit, uh, Cade Womack, South Alabama. I think he's doing really, really good things this year. Uh, he did good things last year. I mean, he's, he's one point away from – two points away from beating UCLA at UCLA. Uh, and he's 34th in the country in total team scoring efficiency. So um, really good job by him at uh, South Alabama so far. Dave Bartu on the Dosecki guest line. All-field analytics consultant to coaches and athletic directors, college football matrix. 
Okay, let, we'll wrap it up with this. Jimbo, who has dropped the ball more? Jimbo Fisher or Brian Harson? Oh, who's dropped the ball more? Uh, well, if we go with coach effect, it's it's Jimbo. Okay. I mean, Jimbo's minus six games in the last year and a half. Good grief. Uh, I think Harson's minus three. You got you got to understand. A and M's top five recruiter. They're LSU. They're Ohio State. They're Georgia. They're Alabama. You recruit at that level for one reason and one reason only to win a national title. That is it. I, I see all the time on social media. Oh, we expect too much out of A and M. BS. We do. That is top five recruiting. That you, if you're not talking national championships, then you're doing something wrong. And if you got the recruiting, then it's all coaching, right? I mean, what other excuses A and M have? Besides, we can't coach these kids up because they're recruiting them. They're mm. recruiting them. You know, so, and what is this? What is this now? Year five? Harson's 18 games in in a soap opera and everything's on fire. So, you know, doing, doing less with more, easily Jimbo Fisher right now. All right. Yeah, anything? Uh, oh, A&M at South Carolina. Um. A&M in South Carolina. At Columbia this weekend. Now, now, you, now, you're, now you're switching gears on me already. Holy moly. Uh, A&M, look, uh, year-to-date A&M defensively, what did we just say? They're 18th in the country mm -hmm. defensively. Uh, so so we, we're solid there. We know we're going to get a good defense with Durkin, and that's not a surprise. Uh, you know, a little fall off from Elko, but not that big of a deal. Uh, and, and their defense improved uh, week over week. So we got a progression in the defense. South Carolina – uh, South Carolina year to date, they're 87th on defense. So you got the 87th defense versus the 18th defense. So I'm leaning A&M a little bit right there on that one. Um, and then offensively, what is what is A&M's numbers? Don't we want to know? Yeah. Don't want 93rd baby. Woo! 93rd <laughs> offense in the country versus South Carolina at 50. Oh man, the Flying Fishers are at 93rd in the country. Oh, yeah. so bad. And Auburn's at 98. Oh, that's so I, bad. I, I, actually, you want you, I can't believe you just brought up A&M and Auburn. You want juicy? If A&M &M goes out there and scores, if Auburn can put up, if Auburn can put up more than 30 and A&M doesn't put up more than 20, A&M will be the worst scoring efficiency offense in the SEC next week. It's really despicable. God, you want to talk about your bow bounds, y'all lifestyle T-bone and deep, dark Cabernet red, Ooh. medium rare. That's it, right? A&M, eight weeks through the season, dead last in offensive scoring efficiency in the SEC with top five recruiting. Oh, God, that is right in the giblets, baby. Oh, all right. Are we good, Blake? <laughs> all right, we're going to leave it there. Uh, keep an eye on Chip Kelly and UCLA. I guess Sonny Dykes and TCU. Texas at Oklahoma State this week. We'll see if Gundy can pull the upset um, with Sark out recruiting them the way he does. Dave Bar 2, college football matrix, um, off-field analytics consultant to coaches and athletic directors on the Dosecki guest line. Um, go wrestle a bear. We'll talk next week. The Out of Bounds Show, 105.9 The Zone, ESPN, driven by your next Ram truck at Mack Hike and Flowood, MackHikeFlowood.com. Bartu likes Ole Miss by a smidge, by possession, maybe less, you know, two, three, four points, maybe a touchdown. 
Uh, all because of the efficiency numbers that Kiffin's bringing to the table on both sides of the football. And although LSU's trending a little bit better, it's just, it's a big gap. But it is at LSU. So, uh, man, super interview with uh, Dave Bartu on the Out of Bounds show. Brought to you by Superior Foundation and Independent Roofing Systems, the number one commercial roofing company in Mississippi. Independent. Independent Roofing Systems. Roofing.ms. That's roofing.ms. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.